welcome back to the episode of Too Many Men. Tony, Eric, Zach making an appearance, and Tom oh, all yeah. here. Hello. And we're going to get to Zach in a little bit and his New York Mets because it is not fun for him right now, and that was expected. But first, we have to talk about the National Football League because they always dominate the headlines. And the Kansas City Chiefs made a move today, acquiring Orlando Brown from the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, apparently, that display of what we saw in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are making sure never happens again. Yeah, and the Ravens responded to that move. Yeah, uh, they the Ravens, after trading Orlando Brown, signed Alejandro Villanueva, or is it, they're expected to. Yeah, it's close. But this is a hell of an offseason for the Chiefs, who needed to improve at the offensive line. It wasn't even they needed to improve as much as it was they needed to get healthy because their, their two tackles were out Super Bowl Sunday, and now they had Joe Tooney, Kyle Long, and now Orlando Brown. I will say this so that everybody can hear me. The salary cap is fake. It's not real. It's not real. I've been saying that. It's a myth. Tom doesn't like it. Tom, Tom and his years. friends don't like it when I say that, but the salary cap is not real. It's not. The one, the signing in the offseason that made me tweet out the salary cap is a myth was the Leonard Floyd one. This confirms it. Here is the full aspect of the trade. Uh, Kansas City receives Orlando Brown, a 2021 second-round pick. That is number 58 in this year's draft, and a 2022 sixth. Baltimore receives the 31st overall pick in this year's draft, the 94th overall pick in this year's draft, the 136th overall pick in this year's draft, and uh, 2022 fifth. Uh, that's a pretty good haul for both sides, I'd say. I, if you're KC, you're recouping a second. Your first was a late first anyway, and, and you're getting alignment in a second. So I also look at this as two trades in one, or technically three. Orlando Brown for a first, a third and a fourth for the second, and a sixth and a fifth in 22 pick swap. It, dude, it's, it's such an easy decision for KC because you look at it and you go, can we get a player as good as Orlando Brown at 31? Yeah. Probably not. No. No not brainer. Tackle, at least. If you're no. Baltimore, though, it's a little concerning because you're helping out probably the biggest competitor in yeah. the AFC. That's the now, thing. I know who's not happy at this trade, and <laughs> that's Russell Wilson. Yeah, because he's been begging for offensive linemen, it seems like, for four or five years now. Orlando the fact that he's, was he was the guy they needed to get. The fact that Russell Wilson is the most sacked quarterback since 2010 and he didn't play in 2010 is absurd. That's that is pretty crazy. Go get some offensive line help, Seattle. Pete Carroll, what are you doing? Like or every just time get rid of them at highlight. This point. If you're not going to protect them, why send them out there every week? Yeah, why just get them killed? It's okay, yeah. though. It's okay. The Seahawks can use the first they have in this year's draft to draft a line. Never mind. They don't ever mm. first. Oh, yep. Jamal Adams. Uh, yeah. In a very deep offensive line draft. Jamal Adams. In a way, that could be the trade that does Russell Wilson in. That sinks him. At the time, I looked at it and it made sense. But now it's just sticking out like a sore thumb. By the way, right. I just saw a headline that says 50,000 fans are expected in Cleveland for the draft. Uh, 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 Roger Goodell's hugging prospects. He's hugging oh, draftees. He gets to do, uh, he gets to do little, vaccinated. the little thing where he can, you know. <laughs> Even if the players aren't vaccinated, he can still hug those. Uh, he's vaccinated. Players. So he said, I'm doing it. All right. That's to be fair, Roger Goodell. I need a normal draft this year. Now, I'll say this. Roger Goodell, I know, is probably a very healthy 
40 to 50 year old man, but he's probably more at risk than any of the prospects that are going up on. Most definitely. Yeah, that's true. Did you see the facility they're building in Cleveland for this draft? It looks like an airplane hangar. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's dull. It's big and gray, but it looks like something you would store airplanes in. It's insane. Hmm. We were robbed last year because of COVID of the players boating to the stage in Vegas. That should have happened. happened regardless. I'm excited COVID, for no next COVID. year's draft. Next year's draft is going to be in a good place. Kansas City. Uh, Detroit's uh, said they're the front runner for a draft in the next couple of years here. Well, they got to do Vegas first. They have to. They do. They have yeah, to they go back and give them what they're supposed to. I'm, I thought they were moving to that to this year in Vegas. I thought they just no, pushed back. No. No, they pushed it back either two or three years. 23. Uh, okay. Yeah, because you already had stuff getting planned for this year's draft. Yeah. And, yeah. You think Atlanta's like getting Vegas? an all-star game? You think Atlanta's getting their all-star game eventually? What, the baseball? Yeah. Um, good question. Uh, I. Who's Is the all-star game set for next year? It's Colorado this year, then L.A. next year. Because L.A. was is supposed to get Atlanta's there. not getting one until 25 at the earliest. Yeah. That's how I see it. With them, uh, their voter laws getting their game stripped of them. Well, Zachary, 14 games into the season, your Mets are 500, 7-7. Seven and seven. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, I haven't seen the standings, but I'm pretty sure we're not far off first, though, because everybody else is still under 500. Uh, I don't know if we have the top spot after last night, but I know we're still probably second or third. But it's yeah, been you, very frustrating. You're first? You're, we're, we're, how we're does this work? Billion. How are you guys? You guys are first in the NL East. We're still okay. first. Oh, wow. Get this. But the Phillies are 9-9. Nine and nine. They should the be dip- ahead of you. The difference is between first yeah, in the NL East and last is one game. <laughs> Is it because we probably did? We, yeah, we beat Philly probably. So, oh no, they beat us there for the first series. So that was, you know, they should be in front of us. I have no idea, but you guys wouldn't be if you were in any other division, in the NL. You wouldn't be in the top four. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's it just this past week. I, it, you know, all, all season really, they're just not hitting wait, when there's men in scoring position. Wait, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But you guys are really on pace for 81 and 81. No, we're not. Well, I mean, seven and seven would say, yeah, you are. All right, fine. But physically, you by put- definition, we're on pace for it. Yeah, mathematically. <laughs> Mets coming However, off a rough, rough series against with, the Chicago Cubs. With that said, uh, in the which Mets they were go- outscored 23 to eight in the if series. Mets- if the Mets go 81 and 81 and win the NL East, you're hearing no griping from me. No, nobody's oh, yeah. going to be complaining. But no. I, I'd still be right. By the way, Cubs, still be right, but we'd still Cubs be in the just, playoffs, so it's okay. Cubs just beat the piss out of the Brewers. They did. Yeah, they it was. Wild, I was watching that game. 15 to yeah. four, I think. 15 to two. Two. Yeah. Cubs are back. Yeah, I feel like they just started to get hot, and it, it just took the Mets uh, to make their pitching rotation look like studs. I so. forgot David Ross was their manager. I realized yeah. that the other night I, w- I turned on the Mets game for a second. I saw him look at the lineup card. I was like, all right, that's right. Best yeah. manager in baseball right there. Joe Madden is in uh, Los uh, Angeles. LA, right? yeah, yeah, the Angels. Ross, Ross probably would have been manager of the year last year for the NL if it wasn't for Miami and Don Manningly. Is that who yeah, won? I, I can see that. Yeah. 
That makes sense because yeah. nobody expected Miami to even compete. All right, well, let's get to it. We got Zach's Minute of Mets Madness. It is back with Zach here with us. Not a pre-recorded message. He's live, unfiltered. He's Zach. Zach, go ahead with your Minute of Mets Madness. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. So we're 14 games in, and already I'm pulling my goddamn hair out. I'm watching every game, and again, it's creeping into my head every game where it's like, this lead ain't big enough. Well, you know, we're getting deeper into the game. It's like a one-two run lead. It's not big enough. And what does the bullpen do? Nothing. They always blow it up. And then with the Cubs, with that 16-4 game, I turned it off in the sixth fucking inning. It was not happening. Uh, when they got the five straight fucking errors in the fifth inning or fourth inning, I forgot what it was, to to give them like a 10-2 lead, I was literally about to break my new TV and throw it out the fucking window. It was it, That's how pissed I was. And, and then I remember you called me, Tony, and I immediately, I, did you call me or texted me? And I didn't want any of it. I, <laughs> I fucking at the point that, where you won't you won't answer my calls during games. No, I, I refuse. I don't want to hear it because I already know what you're going to say more than half the time. Um, and then and then Lindor, I, I think maybe it's just because I'm pissed at the at the Mets in general. But Lindor is running around the field with a fucking hood up. Yeah, and he has a hood up and a mask, and I just don't get why. Wait, I hear the yeah, Eric's echoing for some reason. Is it me? It was you. Fascinating. Keep going, Zach. Keep going. Fucking Lindor. I, I think I'm just nitpicking, but Lindor wearing a hood out in the field really bothered me. What? what a was, hood? Like he a, was wearing. It's cold like a in Chicago, Zach. Up on his head. Yeah, like it's a cold. sweatshirt. Well, it's cold. I don't care how cold it is. You can put up a face mask and a beanie. You don't have to have a whole hood with a mask on your face. That's who the hell is wearing a beanie in a baseball game? You could put a cap over a fucking. Who's doing that though? Over it. I you see could more do hoodies than I see that. I don't care how good you are when you have a 100-mile-an-hour fastball coming at you and you have a hood and a mask right around your face, you're going to cause it's gonna cause errors. And that's exactly what it did. It caused miscommunication between him and McNeil. It's just, And they, there were several fly balls. I, I don't know what it was, but they, they landed in Chicago and forgot how to uh, catch a fly ball because there were at least four separate occasions where you had to, the center fielder and the left fielder or the right fielder just staring at each other as this pop fly, routine fucking pop fly, drops right in between them. And I, and it happened again yesterday in the day or in last night's game. And it was, I think it was the one that got them tied up. So I, it's just, what about Dom I have Smith? no words for what this team is doing to me this early. I thought Dom it was Smith. Dom Smith is a beast. All right, he's hitting very well. I have no complaints at Dom's. Um, I, I didn't. I also didn't like Lindor coming out after that sixteen to four loss and say, "Oh, you know, if we if we lose fifty games, we're still winning hundred and twelve. But come on, man, you can't set the bar that high, especially with the way they've been playing and hitting this past three weeks. That's just, it's just absurd to like put the bar that high because then they're gonna win eighty one games and everybody's gonna be pissed. <laughs> I won't. It's just it, well, I know you won't. Uh, but yeah, I it's I'm speechless by the way they've been playing. And if they don't score for Degrom tonight, I think it's just the one day closer to Degrom opting out. 
Your, your Mets are entering a three-game set with the Washington Nationals starting tonight. Are you expecting pain or uh, are you expecting progress or punishment? So I, I, I saw a post the other day where it, it just summed up my Mets fandom, where every night we get disappointed by the Mets, but the next day I wake up sitting in front of that TV, hoping it's going to get better. <laughs> and it, never, it usually never does. So today I'm I'm optimistic. It's a division uh, rival. I think the Grom usually plays against uh, Washington very well. So we'll see. And we're back home. So who who knows? Maybe we'll come out firing tonight. Mets entering this series on a three-game losing streak. If you do drop another three games uh, this series, what this what's is, the this feeling? This is a huge series. We can't okay. lose. <laughs> we cannot lose to the Nationals this early, especially the way the Nationals have also been playing. Pivotal. They're also not that good. Pivotal series. So, in, if, uh, if they lose tonight, too, especially. April. Yeah, it, it's um, it's going to be a long year. That's all I got to say. So you're not, you're not I, happy. I, I, Listen, yeah, I, it, that's the I thing keep, with being a Mets fan. I'm, I'm never happy nor mad at the same time. But every day, it's just, it, you could be one or the other. There's no in between. It's okay. I People text me the series against the Phillies was pivotal. The first series yeah, of the year. I, I agree. Winning that series was huge. We needed that without a doubt. All right. Well, Zach, we'll see you next week then for another, hopefully better, better for uh, you. They better be. It could be worse. You can only Yankees. pray at this point. Hey, the Yankees, yeah, the Yankees ain't doing that good either. They're not doing Eddie, good at all. They're worse than that. All right. Well, there's a fan last night saying, you should feel bad for me. I'm I'm experiencing this for the first time. There, There is not, A, not the first time. Like, B, there's one not bit. one Yankees fan who should feel bad. You shouldn't feel bad for any Yankees fans. No. All right. Well, that's Zach's Minute of Mets Madness. Yep. Tune in next week. NFL draft upcoming. It is in six days. And I said this to Eric uh, the other night. I made my first mock draft and it fell very strangely. Um, it. And it, it I, I was looking at it and I'm going, this, this could happen. So my immediate reaction was to start betting on the NFL draft. And I've already placed some bets uh, on FanDuel. Start the snowball down the hill. Yeah, so uh, plus 300 odds. I got Devonta Smith as the New York Giants' first-round draft pick. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles' first draft pick being Kadarius Toney at plus 4,400 odds. I got Devonta Smith also as the first wide receiver taken at plus 900. I got the number three overall pick being Trey Lance because that is the chatter at the moment that Trey Lance could be heading to San Francisco. That's why I've gone third as well. Yeah. There's, did you did you see the story that apparently uh, Shanahan's been in contact with Lance's parents? Has he? <laughs> I love Trey well, Lance. It also buys them the year. It buys them the year with Garoppolo. Yeah. I also saw Rashawn Slater working out with Zach Martin. <laughs> Don't do that. See the the look. The I know this is a podcast. The look that he just gave me. He, he wanted to punch me through the screen. If they when I take, said 
if they take Sean Slater, the Giants have to take Micah Parsons. If he's you there. Have to. You have to. Uh, so my first 10 picks look like this. I got Wilson. I got, I got Lawrence Wilson Fields. Yeah. And then I got Pitts to Atlanta, Sewell to uh, Cincy, Devonta Smith to Miami because they're enamored with him for some reason, Jamar Chase to Detroit, Rashawn Slater to Carolina, Mac Jones to Denver, Patrick Sertan to uh, Dallas. What is that? Oh, Zach is back in his house. He's no longer yeah. in his car. Yeah, I changed, um, changed locations. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell by the noise. Um, and then I have Jalen Waddle to New York and Kadarius Tony to Philly. The most interesting one I have happening is Kyle Trask going to the Chicago bears at 20 because that seems like a Chicago move. That's so Chicago. I don't, I don't even so, think Kyle Trask is going to be that bad, but like first round you can get him in the second. So mine's a little bit different. It really starts. The difference is eh, pick three uh, Lawrence to Jacksonville, Wilson to the jets, Lance to San Fran, Sewell to Atlanta, Chase to Cincinnati, Kyle Pitts to Miami, Devonta Smith to Detroit, Parsons to Carolina, Fields to Denver, Sertan to Dallas, Russo to the Giants, Waddle to the Eagles, and Slayer to the Chargers. Nuts. Nuts if you think Gregory Russo is going to be a giant. Nuts. 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 He's dropping a lot in the – He's dropping like a rock. Yeah. And you know who else could be dropping back? The Giants. Facts, but Dave Gettleman doesn't trade back. Even though he says, I try to, he doesn't. (laughs) That was bogus. That was bogus what Dave Gettleman said. I try to. Bullshit, you try to. You don't try to. Get out of here. But we're going to come out with more mock drafts on uh, Tuesday. We have Jack Osterloff joining us on Tuesday, one of our draft guys. Should be a fun episode. Um, but I, I'm betting I'm I plan on placing more bets on the draft because odds change every day. And I saw some value in the picks I made, so I, I had to go with it. They're kind of bold. Uh, but you got you gotta go, you gotta take the odds if they're there. Real quick on the, the betting aspect. The betting aspect of things, the New York Knicks are plus twenty five thousand to win the NBA championship. Is this live or is that? That's right now. It's a right now on FanDuel. That seems low. Right? Yeah. $10 bet. The disrespect. $2,500. They're the four seed in the East on an eight-game winning streak. You would think Vegas would bump down those odds a little bit just in case, you know? Because I imagine the, there's, there's an influx of bets on the Knicks at the moment. I wish John was here. I wish John was here. You talk about how the Knicks are back. Man, we're we're due for the Zach Wilson and uh, Julius Randle show. Taking New York by storm. It's too bad because the Knicks being good sucked all the skill and ability out of every other team in the New York area. Dude, next weekend is going to be so much fun. It's got the NFL draft wrapping up and then the Kentucky Derby. Oh, I forgot about the Derby. Oh, I can't wait for Derby Day. Oh, I cannot wait for oh, Derby yes, Day. Yes. Yes. Derby Day, May 1st. I love the Kentucky Derby. Zach is currently showing us our his his uh his franchise where he has made the Oregon Ducks. 
Zach, that is light work. I I made all D1 schools. I'm making every team D1 school. I made I put the University of Hawaii in. I moved the Mariners to Hawaii, made them the Hawaii Warriors, and we won a championship in our second year. I also skewed the ballpark to uh, benefit the players I signed. I signed all dead pull hitters. I made the left field wall 280, two feet tall. A pop flies getting out. It's as simple as that. I got Judge LeMayhew. If you make the elevation very high, you could just have 500-foot home runs all the time. You could do that too, but that's not as fun. Really? You don't think like a a pop fly that's like going nowhere ends up being a 500-foot home run? (laughs) I put the elevation. It's funnier when I put the elevation all the way up and a ball that is an infield fly anywhere else in the game is a home run. 280 feet at my yard. Jeez. Line drives are going over. Line drives at like knee height are going over the wall. New report says ESPN is keeping the same Monday night football announcers next season. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to change announcers to one season, especially with everything that was going on last season. So it's fair to give Steve Levy and the crew another shake at it. I like Steve Levy. I didn't like the pieces around him. Uh, Brian Greasy and uh, Lou Riddick. I think Lou Riddick could be better, but I like him better in a studio position. They're big fish. They wanted Romo. And they tried to make that big offer to sway Romo away from CBS, and it didn't work. (laughs) They tried to trade for Al Michaels. They did, which was smart. I mean, you got to try to go get somebody. And uh, I'm surprised they weren't more in on the Drew Brees thing when he signed his contract with NBC before he retired. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. They also went after the Mannings, and they said no. (laughs) They've got after Peyton Manning for five years. They'll get somebody. They'll get a quarterback somewhere. Phillip Rivers is almost too perfect for the role. Yeah, right. He has like, a lot. Like the B-grade quarterback out of all of them is on the B network for broadcasting football games. That's just perfect. And people are calling for Kirk Herbstreet, and I don't know, I forget the other guy's name, after their week one simulcast to be the full-time crew, but mm-hmm. they would never take that job. College football Saturday is so much cushier of a job. It makes no sense so, to leave that and take Monday Night Football. So a couple other things that we, we wanted to uh, to talk about. Number one, the Devils are not good. That it team gives pain me pain. In New Jersey. Can't, can't handle it. Much pain. Their save percentage in April is 838. Yeah, they would have the lowest save percentage among all active teams in the month of April in the year 1982-83 as well. That's, that's bad. That's bad. That's like historic if bad. That roster was the team the whole year. They'd be the worst team in hockey behind Buffalo far and away, no problem. Yeah, which they still could be. Yeah, Buffalo is three points behind them. Yeah. Buffalo had a chance to make a one point, but they got walloped by Boston last night. What was the final of that? 5-1. Bet you Taylor Holt scored. He did not. He had an assist. Get <laughs> a point. Oh. I don't know what's going on with the Yankees. I, I know they won yesterday, but when... Of course they the, win when I uh, bet against them. Yeah, of course. That's probably why they won. When it comes down to Odor having to get in that hit to put the Yankees over the top. I don't want to be relying on Odor as the season goes on here. There's too many good hitters on that team for it it to fall on his shoulders. You know, it's just concerning. 
May 6th is going to be a fun day. Huh? I can't <laughs> wait for May 6th. The Yankees Astros, we will be there. We will be there May 6th. <laughs> we that still have to figure out our sign. We do. We do. That's yeah, a very I'm, big I've part. Been trying to get that into staples. It, if, if any listeners have any idea on what we should write, Please appropriate. Someone yes. Like, send, them a, send us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, send us a DM on Instagram, Twitter. Please, you gotta, only it's got to be appropriate. Like nothing that will get us kicked out of the stadium. Yeah, nothing too bad. But you know that sends the message. Yeah, yeah. No, something that gets across that the Astros were cheaters. Yeah, that's well, gonna be a bitter crowd because the Yankees be are getting, not good. We're gonna be uh, interviewing people at the stadium too. So, oh, we're gonna be going around wait, the concourse wait. and talking to people about uh, their hatred toward the Astros, which we should yeah. not have any problem getting at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. We will not be doing a – we're not going to be doing a podcast live from the stadium. No, we'll, no, we'll, not we'll by any means, but we will but be May doing 7th something. Is gonna be, May 7th is going to be chock full of, of good stuff. So that that's going to wrap up this episode. There's really – the big news of the day was what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. We had Zach in, which is nice. Shout out to Swoggle for rough and rowdy tonight. <laughs> Right, I. Yeah, that I is going to be amazing. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, if you're forgot buying that, that Tony, tonight. let me know. We can I share. Him, I, I used to watch him in WWE, and now he's in Rough and Rowdy. Oh yeah. Oh, I muted Zach. Zach got muted. <laughs> I saw him live. I saw him live in Newark when I was a kid. One swaggle, great guy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Matt Cerrone was with me, Tony. We're doing a draft. Uh, we're doing a draft simulation here the next couple days. Uh, we're going to simulate the first round of the NFL draft. There has been some movement, so we will plan accordingly with that. Also, Jack Ostroloff coming on Tuesday. I talk a little NFL draft. Talk a little Zach Wilson as well on Tuesday. That is his newest savior. And I will leave the episode with this. I was in a uh, Dick Sporting Goods today, and on the clearance rack was a ton, a ton of Sam Darnold jerseys. $20. Really? Oh, how the mighty have fallen. The, the, one of the new ones? Yeah. Oh, God. They had the green, the black, and the white. Tough, tough scene. Oh, by the way, rest in peace, Terrence Clark, the guy from Kentucky. Terrible news out of Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, NBA draft prospect. Ter- he just signed with Clutch Sports two mm-hmm. days ago. And now... And we also want to wish our wish the best to... um. Mongo, Steve McMichael. Yeah. After he got diagnosed with ALS. It's that tough. is tough. Tough. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Every episode of Too Many Men is available wherever podcasts are available. Uh, come check us out at Yankee Stadium, May 6th. Negative COVID tests and everything. We'll be good to talk to some people. We're going to be handing out stickers as well. And, and if you want we'll to say, if you want to say if you want to say hello to me and Tony on May fourth at the Devils game, you're more than welcome to do so. Oh, I forgot I'm going to that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> very easy. I'm going Tuesday to the game, and I am mm. not looking forward to it. But <laughs> May sixth, Yankee I, Stadium, I, I, we will be gone. there because I got to take some shots at the stickers. Astros. I got to get my I got to get my words in. I don't even like baseball oh. that much. I just hate them. Are we, are we doing the giveaway? Or are we not? Oh, yes. NFL draft giveaway. Uh, rules will be on Twitter shortly. Uh, tomorrow at the latest, we'll be giving away a random signed 8 by 10 of an NFL player. So rules and everything will be on Twitter. 
We will see you Tuesday. Mock draft episode with the draft being Thursday. Draft simulation. Hopefully this weekend we'll get it out to you. And we will see you Tuesday for another episode of Too Many Men.